Hi, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I'm your host, Abigail Gazda. All right, you guys, welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I am so excited to introduce to you Rachel Woosley. She is the founder of Grit and Grace. It is a coaching company. It is her coaching practice. And I'm going to let her share a little bit more. We're going to get all up in those details. But something that I really want to share with you guys is she is also the facilitator of FEN, the Female Empowered Network. And if you can take a wild guess about why I have her on this podcast, you can totally assume that's what we're going to be talking about today. You guys, this is all about empowering people to live their heart unleashed. And I just got to tell you, as soon as I met Rachel, which actually we met at a networking event for people who are just really out there and impacting the world. And we didn't exactly meet at that event. She hit me up later and said, Hey, let's grab some coffee. And from the moment we sat down, we instantly began collaborating and talking about all the possibilities in the world. And so she is just up to so much. And she has an amazing vision for Fen, that female empowered network that she's been facilitating since the spring of 2017. And what she's up to causing more greatness in the world is exactly why I wanted your ears to hear what she has to say. So, uh, who she is, is badassery. (laughs) And now that's a Jen Sincero term, but grit and grace, her company is exactly who she is. She is sweet and sassy. She'll tell you like it is and then wipe your tears after. It's just amazing. And so Rachel, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. And I'd really love for you to share um, a little bit about how you got involved with Fen and, you know, just your process in that. Okay, about five years ago, um, our family uh, moved back to um, the Valley of the Sun here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, We had some major just life things that happened to us. And so we were kind of in a rebuilding phase as well as kind of um, shifting our focus. Um, We had been working for many, many years in an arena and... um, that came to an end. And so when we moved back here, I got into network marketing. A friend of mine um, was in that and she bought me the kit and she said, I think you'll be fabulous at this. And I realized that my network wasn't very big, even though we had lived here previously, it just wasn't where it needed to be. I had maxed out my warm market within a few days. My upline told me, Hey, you need to find a networking group. So I headed out on the World Wide web and I found the closest one to me. And I showed up one day and the room was packed. Now, I've been in the public scene my entire life. So roomfuls of people don't normally intimidate me, but this room kind of did. And I sat there realizing I was severely out of my element, didn't have an idea what a 30 second commercial was at the time. And I'd only been with my business probably less than a couple of weeks. So I really didn't even know how to talk about the business yet. And here I was with a bunch of business women and I thought I'm a total fish out of water. Um, But I met some really cool ladies and knew that one of my gifts was finding kind of the powerhouses in the room. And so 
that's what I did that day and just sat back and I observed a lot. I did do my 30 second commercial and it was probably the worst one I've ever done in my life, but um, it set the stage for um, kind of what happened in the future. And so I met those ladies and I stuck with the group and about a year ago, the facilitator that originally started the group, um, she needed to step down and I didn't really want to let the group go because it had impacted me so much, not only in my business, but just my personal life, because many of these ladies became my friends. It was one of those things that I felt like it really helped my business and I wanted to keep it going to help other ladies in their businesses. So I just decided to take it over and I started it out and I had one person show up to the very first meeting that I had. I was very discouraged. I thought, you know what, there's so much potential here. You know, I'm just going to start reaching out and telling everybody I know about it. So every event I went to, I just talked about it and it continued to grow and snowball. And then I realized the vision I had for it um, after talking to a couple of people, it just kind of kept morphing um, and it's come to uh, fruition. So that's kind of the story of how Fen got started as it is now. I mean, it was just started out as a networking group that somebody else started. And so we're growing it into, we'd like for it to be an international company. Heck yes. And you guys, let's flash forward with Rachel here because I just attended one of her events last week and there was what, 40, 50, like 30. I think, yeah, I think we had about 47 people come through the door. Yes. And so I would love to ask you a little bit more or have you talk to our listeners about what you said, your first event had one person show up. Now, before we jump in there, Listeners, how many of you have either had that crippling fear of who's going to come to my event or if I start it, will there be anybody? And then you actually face that fear and it actually comes true where there's one to three people at your Kickstarter. Like I can't even imagine how many listeners we have that are like, yeah, me too, honey. And so um, I want you to speak to the people who stop there. Because there are that there's that group of us who get so discouraged by a, a low turnout that we really like we collect it as the evidence to not pursue or persist. So what do you have to say to the people who are like in that or have been there? Well, I'm going to kind of take it back to a childhood story that most of us know, because I'm, first off, I'm going to say shame on you for giving up. Um, but second, I'm going to go back to this little story that is called the little engine that could. And that's kind of been my personality my whole life. If you tell me I can't do something or something doesn't work the way that I think it's going to work initially, I'm going to prove you wrong. And that's just always been my personality. And um, sometimes I hit it out of the park and sometimes I don't. Um, So, you know, if you're a lady out there who is starting whatever business or you're in a second act or wherever you are in life, to be quite honest, You've got to have grit. And I mean, that's part of one of my company's names is grit and grace. And um, you have to have a lot of grit to do anything in life. And so if you're not going to go full tilt and give it everything you got, then don't even start it, in my opinion. Um, But I took this over and I knew that there was so much potential there because I knew what it had done for my life. Um, And when I saw people kind of fall away in the beginning, I thought, well, I don't give a shit, to be quite honest. Excuse my French. But, um, you know, it was one of those things I was like, well, this is your loss. And I'm going to find the people who really need this. And that's what I did. I just went out and I realized that there were so many women who needed to be empowered and equipped and enriched. And that's our motto. Um, And so that's what I did. That's 
amazing. And I'm, I'm sitting here silently laughing because the little engine that could story seriously keeps me going in life. I don't tell people that now everybody knows, but there are so many days I'm driving in my car, especially in the, in the very beginning of my business or in like college basketball, even different things. I'm like, I know I can, I think I can, I think I can like how often that's on repeat in my head is kind of funny, but beyond that, thanks for the little engine that could part. (laughs) Then you said this, 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 that fan was a functioning thing and it did so much for your business. And then you took over and there was this drop off. That's super predictable people. It is super predictable in the growth of your business and it will look different for each of you. And oftentimes when you're growing in your business or growing in life, there will be people that drop off and that there is not a less than better than conversation to be had about that. It's just simply trading the good for the great. There's a growth that occurs in all of our lives where, you know, you're not friends with all of the people you were friends with in middle school and then high school and then college or that first phase of adulthood. Like people come and go seasons and reasons, right? Same thing with jobs. And then same thing with in business or relationship even. So I want to expand this conversation from a business standpoint that, you know, people are going to fall off in order to create space for the new things to come in. That is a life conversation. So Rach, thanks for bringing that to the table because I think we, you know, our inner critic will trick us to make us think that we're doing something wrong or we're not effective. And so what do you do when that conversation occurs? Like what really empowers you past a, maybe a disappointing turnout or just, you know, a setback? Well, I think you have to look at the long term of things. And um, this is another analogy, you know, the tortoise and the hare. Um, So much of life right now is going so fast and we want instant results. And everybody tells us, oh, we can get you to six figures in less than six weeks. I'd like to really see that happen with people. I mean, it probably can happen, but um, it's one of those things like we just want things so fast and relationships, which is what Ben is completely built on. It's a relational community. Um, Yes, we do network. Yes, we talk about business. Yes, we do all of these other things to help our um, participants that come and join our member circle. But it's all about the relationships and relationships take time and they take nurturing and If you're not in it, just like with your business, the best customers are the repeat customers. So it doesn't matter if you're network marketing, if you're in a B2B business, if you're in corporate, wherever you are, even if you're a stay-at-home mom, the relationships are important. The relationships with your children, with your spouse, with your boss, with your employees, teammates, whatever. You have to put that first and foremost. And that's that's where I come from when I built Finn is that the relationship was more important. Um, and so if it took me five years to get where I wanted to get, then if I did the relationships right, I was, I was going to do that. If, um, you know, if it meant that it took me another year to get to the, the money mark that I wanted to get to, then that's what I was willing to do. Because to me, the relationships meant more than the dollar sign. That's awesome. And I, I heard in there that long-term vision, long-term commitment, Uh, I've said it in another episode. It's really a marathon more than a sprint. And I hear, I hear a lot of that. I think it's also really beautiful how 
you shared, you joined Fen for your business. And did you even imagine it turning out this way? No, not when I sat in that room that first time. Um, because I was probably in the lowest point in my life I've ever been. Mm. Um, and I felt the most desperate. Um, I felt the most vulnerable. Um, and I was just trying to figure out what the next step was because it was, I, I was at a point where I felt like I'd lost everything in life other than just my immediate family. Wow. Um, and so it was, um, for me, I never even thought that it would kind of become a family to me. And that's what a lot of these ladies have become is my friends and my family. And so, cause I live, you know, thousands of miles away from my family, you know? Yeah. And so, um, it's no, I would never have imagined it. And I still can't totally imagine what it's going to be like. Like I know what the end goal is, but how that's all going to happen and more of um, I have some ideas and benchmarks, but the rest of it is all organic and, you know, how, how it comes about is going to just be awesome. Yeah. I love this conversation. Thank you. Cause guys, I hope you heard her. And if not, I'm repeating her anyways, that first time she sat in that room, she felt really low, desperate, vulnerable, and trying to figure out the next step. I don't care if you are starting a business, if you're an entrepreneur or not, has there ever been a time in your life that you felt really low, desperate, vulnerable, and trying to figure out the next step in any area? And I'm interviewing her about FEN, the Female Empowered Network, which is for business women and all global and all of that. But what I'm really getting present to is the power of networking. And what you shared, Rachel, is so beautiful. I'm talking to our listeners because I want them to get every gem you're saying, but I'm here with you now. So excuse me, but That's okay. what's so beautiful is the power of networking and in any direction. If you are looking to, for a new relationship, go network in the dating scene. If you are, like you said, that business step, created a brand new family experience for you being thousands of miles away. And there's so many of us. I'm one of them. I moved from California here to Arizona and you have become one of those people for me. It's just genuinely amazing because you may not feel at home. And guys, listeners, if you are stuck in your current circumstance and feeling sorry for yourself saying, Oh, woe is me. This is this way. And there's no other options. I dare you to go network and see how quickly your perceived reality changes. Jen, or excuse me, Rachel, what do you have to say to that? Like how quickly can your reality change getting into a networking situation? Well, and it doesn't even have to be a business situation. Um, it can be social networking. It could be you're going to a climbing group or whatever. I mean, if you're not on meetup, you probably should be. If you're not on social media, I don't know where you live, but um, <laughs> that, I mean, that's all, that's all networking. Um, every time you make a connection with anyone, you're growing your network and it's how that person leaves your presence and feels will determine how that relationship is going to grow. And so I personally, 
personally, and most business people disagree with me on my philosophy, but I don't go into a relationship to look at how much money I'm going to make off of that person. Mm-hmm. I go into it looking, okay, how can I help this person grow as a person? And if they are in business, how can I help them grow in their business? Um, and thirdly, if commerce comes out of that, which majority of the time for business owners, it does happen eventually, um, then that's great. If it doesn't, oh, well, um, the collaboration to me is the lesson and the, the joy of it and the fun for me. So, you know, if you're, if you're wanting to step out of your comfort zone, I definitely challenge you, if you especially if you're in network marketing, B2B, um, if you don't know what B2B is, that's business to business. I, sorry, I use terms that I probably need to explain. Um, and, you know, or if you're in a brick and mortar company or if you're in corporate or whatever, just getting out of your comfort zone and taking that step um, to meeting new people, if nothing else for the value of the relationship, you're going to be a much better person for it because the people that I have met and the people that I get to meet and constantly meet only enhance my life. They don't take anything from it. I mean, yes, you could say it's time, um, but to me, it's time well spent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I would love, you invited listeners to get out of their comfort zone, start networking. I think it's an amazing idea and amazing. It's a strategy. So I know as coaches, often we have clients choose their actions. We, cause like we can advise all day, right? Doesn't really doesn't matter. So we will advise you to go try networking, but it's still who about who you're being. Right. And Rachel, you shared your very first experience. So I would love, cause you invited them to go out their comfort zone. Let's give them a few strategies to play with because you said, I didn't know what a 30 second commercial was. I didn't, you know, I felt like a fish out of water. It was really uncomfortable. The, the size of the group was intimidating. And I've had those experiences too. Actually, you know, coming here to Arizona, going to the, to your event, I'm like, I don't know anybody except for Rachel here. So fish out of water experience as well. Now I've had my own networking like experiences where I'm used to that now and it doesn't shake me up as much. But for someone who's brand new in networking and really does go to that first meeting and is scared and intimidated, like what top three tips you got for our listeners? Absolutely. And that's a great question. And that's one of the things I um, do coach a lot of people on is their personal and in-person branding as well as online. But um, one, you have to know your purpose. Um, You have to know why you're going. Um, If you're going to just socialize, that's great. Go with that intention. If you're going to get leads, know why, know, you have to know who your ideal client is. uh, Because oftentimes if you're, um, let's say, a jewelry person, um, you're going to have to talk to men different than you talk to women. You may have to find out if they have a significant other, um, wife or girlfriend or whatever, and you're going to have to approach them differently. So you need to know why you're going. And then the second thing that you need to do is you need to know what you're going to say. Um, and you're not going to nail it every time. Um, you're not going to, um, always feel comfortable. Um, but you're going to at least have to if you know why you're going and you know what you're going to say, it makes getting there a little bit easier. 
Um, and when I like coach people, I never ask them to start out with a business question. I never ask them to say, what business do you have? We all know we have businesses, especially if you're, and I'm speaking, if you're going to a business networking, social networking or dating or anything like that's totally different. But if you're going to a business networking event, we all know we have businesses. So you're asking the same question everybody else is asking, what's going to set you apart? So I always ask odd questions. I'll ask, um, or I'll compliment certain things. Oh, well, I saw you talking to so-and-so. How did you two meet? Or what brought you here this evening? Or one of my favorite ones, uh, and I, um, I stole this from somebody, and I can't even remember his name right now. So sorry, I didn't give you the right credit. Um, but it's, uh, if I meet you in a year with a bottle of champagne, what are we going to celebrate? Oh, that's fun. Because, that all, um, because it always kind of puts people back on their heels and makes them think, Um, And most of the time, I would say 75% of the time, I don't get a business answer. I get a personal answer. And for me, that's an opening because people a lot of times want to celebrate their life more than they do their business, even though their business is a huge part of their life. So I always take the answers and I spin off of that and I actually start a conversation. So, you know, another tip I give people um, real quickly is if you don't know what to say, Find somebody who has a drink in their hand and ask them what they're drinking because that'll always start a conversation. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Uh, For women, compliment them, but you have to be authentic. You can't just go up to somebody who's got, you know, whatever on and go, oh, that's really cool and not mean it because they're going to know instantly. Um, And so, um, you know, those are some of the few things that I teach. Then the thing, the last thing I'm going to say is most of all, you have to go in the room with the idea that you're going to walk out of there and you're going to be the most memorable person in the room. Mm. So you need to give people a reason to remember you. So if you go in with your shoulders slumped, like you're not going to know what you're going to do, nobody's going to remember you. But if you walk in there with your shoulders back, your head held high, you walk in there and you just like boldly go in there owning your power, even if you don't know what you're doing, mm-hmm. you're going to fool, you, you're not going to fool people in a good way. You're going to show them the confidence you exude, even in a state where you don't totally understand what you need to do. And you're going to learn along the way. And so you'll find people will do, you know, will help you. And so be honest. Yeah, I love this. And you gave me a flashback that I'd love to share because first off guys, great tips, knowing your purpose and following through with it, knowing what you're going to say, asking you know, out of the box questions. I think that one's great. I love the champagne question. And then you have people talking about their future. And that last one, be the most memorable person in the room. I want to ask the audience a question to have them like, you can start a day with this. You can start a networking event. You can like life. How do you want to be remembered? I think that's epic. And what you flashed me back to is I was in this coaching call a couple years back and I was just like in my woes about something. And my coach goes, all right, we're going to write your eulogy. And I was like, oh, Lordy. And I was bawling the whole time. But what it had me get present to is the legacy that I want to leave. Mm-hmm. And guys, you after this episode, go write your eulogy and see what impact you are really up to. And then you know, do that side-by-side comparison. Am I living that way? Am I showing up 
that way. How do you want to be remembered? Because if you've got that for your life, you've got that for everything. You can walk into this networking event and say, this is the impact I'm about to make or how I want to be remembered. So Um, the impact that I want to make, I wish I had my little book here because I have it written down. Um, actually it's right here beside me. So I'm going to pull it out because this is the first time I'm ever actually going to share this publicly. Yes. So I, this week, by the um, way, this is a hearts unleashed favorite because I think every couple of episodes, someone's like, I've never told anyone this. So, (laughs) right. I mean, my husband knows what it is, but, um, so, and this was, a total process for me a few years ago um, when I was going, as I said, through a, a very dark time for me. And I really had to figure out who I was because the person that I was previously, while it wasn't a bad person, sometimes I felt like um, I was living um, up to somebody else's standards. Got and it. I was doing things because that was the position that I held. Um, or the role that I played. And I always, I didn't always feel comfortable in it. And so when I went through this process, I was like, okay, I know that I'm this spiritual being. I know that I'm this woman. I know that I give, I'm a giver of life. I know that I'm intuitive. I know that I'm empathetic. And I, I knew I started learning these things all about myself. And I learned most of all that once I stepped into my own power, nobody could take that away from me. It doesn't matter what I was doing. Nobody could do that. And so when I kind of broke through that darkness, I realized I had been doing my mission. I had just been doing it in different ways. And I had to go through those things to find out who I was truly going to become. Um, And so when I sat down, it took me a while and I finally wrote it out. And I, I say this to myself every day. And if you guys can see us, you would see it written right in front of me because I'm going to read it verbatim. (laughs) Um, So you guys can hold me to it. Um, And it's to be a divine conduit for healing and transforming the quality of lives of others, mainly women, to be empowered to pursue their passion by being their best version and living life to the fullest, but living it with grit and grace. And my impact that I want to have is I want to impact a million women to live in that power. Yes. Uh, I'm a little bit speechless because (laughs) that's, I mean, you guys, if you don't work with a coach and you're considering it, one of those top priority things is to have that kind of life mission. I wrote my eulogy and I got really present to my mission and my purpose and intention. Mm -hmm. That sounds like the work that you've done as well. And pretty much anybody that you meet that is living their heart unleashed and up to incredible things, they're really crystal clear on their mission. And when someone is just so present to their mission, they have this vibrant energy about them and they are up to stuff. They are executing plans. They do what they say they're going to do. Like they say it and mean it and, and they make it happen. And so it's, thanks for sharing that because I, I know I assume the work that you've done to land there. And you even kind of mentioned it. You said it took everything else that I've done already to realize what I'm up to. And when you do land that mission, you're like, I have been up to this. For me, it's Mm -hmm. those two words, hearts unleashed. I realized putting words to that. I was like, I have definitely been doing this longer than I named it. And so you guys, if you get present to what your mission is, you realize how everything you've chosen to do is somehow aligned 
with that internal flame, that internal desire. So what does it look like for Rachel's heart to be completely unleashed in this world? Well, I'm going to go back and add on to something that you just said, because I'm a little bit older than Abby. I'm not going to tell you <laughs> quite how old I am, but I'm going to speak to those ladies that are 35 plus. So I'm going to put myself in that demographic because I'm actually way older than 35. But um, this transformation did not come about until I'm going to tell my age until I was almost 40. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter when it happens as long as it does happen. And so I think that's where now to answer your present question is that's when our hearts get unleashed, even though our hearts have been doing many of those things already. And, you know, I've been working with people my whole entire life um, and I've been empowering them and I've been helping them pursue their passions and things like that since I was a child, but it wasn't till I knew the focus of that and I could pinpoint it that decisions became easier life became easier um, getting up every day became easier because I knew when I got up what I was doing that day you know so all my decisions are based upon this mission statement now so the way I treat people the way I do things with my kids the way I spend my money um, the way I travel anything I do is all based upon this mission statement because it doesn't matter what I'm doing in life, even if I'm on vacation, I'm still transforming not only my life, but other people's lives. And I think when we look at that and we own that and own who we are and we accept that. And so as a coach, I'm going to give you permission to accept who you are and own it because, um, I don't, I don't know why the psychology of that is. I might have to look that up. But for some reason, especially women, we don't want to own who we are. We want to put ourselves in, you know, the Barbie doll box or, you know, social media. The I'm not so not social media. Well, I guess it could be social media box or you know mm-hmm. the Hollywood box. We want to put ourselves in these boxes. Get out of the freaking box, ladies. <laughs> Um, get out of your comfort zone, get out of that, unleash yourself, be who you are because we need you. That's Mm -hmm. the thing is when you don't, um, you know, for me, helping women to stand in their voice, to tell their story, the good, the bad, the ugly, the nasty, the horrible, the wonderful, the burst, the deaths, all of that. That's part of life. When we share those stories, we're teaching and we're transforming other people's lives. When we keep all of that to ourselves, we're being selfish. Mm-hmm. We really, really are. We're being selfish. And so for those ladies, especially, you know, that are in that, you know, late 30s, early 40s, even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, or 80s, I don't care where you are, live your life to the fullest and don't stay trapped behind status quo or um, a position or, um, you know, a restriction or whatever, um, you know, might keep be keeping you in that box, get out of it and release yourself because then that's what you, when your heart truly lives and yeah. you can, you, you love it. Yeah. And why don't you live a life you love? Cause God damn it. why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you for speaking to that next group and tell us, about how else you speak to that next group with the blended gen. Oh, yes. Actually, to, well, on um, 
back in the early part of 2018, a friend of mine and I were sitting down and we were hashing out because we both wanted to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, and we could not figure out what we wanted to do, but we knew we needed to talk about some certain issues and life. And, uh, she was single, but she had nieces and nephews. I'm a mom of three, been married for 19 years. So we came from very different lives, but we all, she and I both grew up in the eighties. And so we were talking about, and we kept hashing through this process. And one day we were chatting about it and we're like, you know, we need a third and meaning a third person, because we just felt it it was out of balance, even though there was two of us. And so we kept talking about that. And the third person came to us. Um, And so the blended gen was formed. And um, it's talking just about life issues and being a hot mess. Um, So, you know, our motto is spending time with us for the 20 or 30 minutes that you have and just being who you are and blending it up for the hot mess of life. And so that's who we are. Um, We're just three ladies who live life. We have hot messes um, at times. Sometimes we hit it out of the ballpark. Um, And then we bring some fun stuff from the 80s back. So we kind of do some throwback stuff. We talk about, um, you know, we're talking about money and we're talking about life and we're talking about social issues that affect women in the workplace or at home or with our kids or with nieces and nephews is just going to be totally just being real and raw. Yes. And I love it. So blended Jen is a new released podcast. So we're going to do, I'm going to find a way to direct everybody to you. Um, Is it on iTunes? Where, where are you published so far? It will be, we're on Podbean right now. Okay. um, And it will be put out on iTunes very quickly. We'll keep people connected. Now, I love that this came up really organically. And I think we're all speaking to the same group. And I have dubbed this lovely group, the enough is enough crowd. So <laughs> yes, super condensed. I believe that there's three major phases in life that kickstart your transformation. The first one is what I like to call the shock and awe phase, the oh my God, is this real life? Like, is this adulting? Nobody told me. (laughs) Sometimes women reach that at parenthood or fathers even like, oh, nobody told me about this. So there's the shock and off phase, right? Then there's that adult version of puberty where you're trying to like figure out what's right, what's wrong, how I fit in, where I fit in. And then you guys, as adults, we have those weird timelines locked in our head, but it's based on society. Like I need to be married by this age, kid by this age, house, job, blah, blah. So what, and you're, you spoke to that, that box. I, it's an image of perfection, whatever mm-hmm. your, so then you try to fit into that. That's that weird, goofy stage. And then the third stage kicks in. Enough is enough. There is enough breakdown with trying to be someone you're not that you say, screw all of it. I'm going to be my damn self and screw anyone who doesn't agree. And so you're speaking to the enough is enough crowd. And you're so right about it can happen at any age because I'm 29. This happened for me very much around 27. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. Like, and so we all it does not matter at right. what age. It simply matters that you realize you've reached the enough is enough stage. And now beyond that stage is hearts unleashed. That's what Rachel just invited us into is to really truly own who you are and unleash it. And so I'm going to bring it back around. What does it look like for Rachel's heart to be unleashed? 
all I can liken it to is my experiences with Finn. If I can, I feel like I'm at my best when I'm in front of a room full of women, um, or even men for that matter. Um, and I can really facilitate discussions and we can get really real and really raw on where people are, um, what's going on in their lives and how we move forward from that. Um, or, you know, towards the goals that we have, I think so many times, and I loved your, um, idea of the three stages because for the blended gen, we're really, we call them the sandwich generation. Um, because we're those people that we are kind of on the verge of technology, but we were still the end of no technology and we're caught figuring out which do we want to be young or do we want to be old? And I'm never getting old. So I'll just put that out there. Um, (laughs) you know, it's one of those things. It's like, sometimes we're, we're in this place where we need somebody just to push us off the edge. And for me, I love being that person that takes somebody to the edge and pushes them off and I get to watch them build their wings on their way down. That's one of my favorite quotes is, you know, take the leap and build your wings on the way down um, because they're beautiful wings. So to me, that's, I would say that's when I'm my most unleashed. um, And that's where I feel like when I'm most in tune with myself and my spirit and my conscious and all of that part of just being who I am, I think that for me is where I totally find myself standing in my own power and just, um, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cause in that I heard facilitator catalyst. Yes. And, and then from your mission that you shared conduit and leader and then, and then inspiration. So I hear you, Heart Unleashed. And one last question I have for you is if everybody in this world were living their heart unleashed, what do you see as possible? Oh my gosh, so much. I don't think it would be all hearts and flowers and utopic by any stretch of the imagination because we're people. Um, We have flaws. We have um, things that we're not good at and things that we are good at. Um, but I think we would be as in a state of, um, collaboration more. I think it would be, especially for women. I'm going to really speak to women directly right now because we're too catty. So get over your cattiness. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't tolerate cattiness in my, my group. So just be forewarned about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think we would be more collaborative. I think we would be more compassionate. I think we'd be more caring because it would be about the collective good. And I don't mean the collective good in, in, in a, like everybody gets their way type lifestyle. I think it would be where we're actually sitting down, having conscious thoughts, conscious decisions, conscious um, discussions around dinner tables, around the bar, around business tables that really look at the collective good of people um, because we're all bringing our best self to it. And so I think you would see some really creative, amazing things happen because I think because people hold back, we miss out on, you know, Picasso's and Mozart's and, you know, the next generation of, you know, public media and all of those kinds of 
figures that we have, we miss out on those things because people, you know, are sitting living in fear. Mm. Amen. Amen. And truly, I love what you said about the the increase in caring compassion, because no, it may not be perfect and everybody may not get like their way, but understanding that we're all inherently good. And you're right. If people are, are sitting on their hands in fear, there's no discovery of their greatness. And we miss out on brilliance and innovators and all of those things. So thanks for that. Because, you know, I, I specifically, when I set the intention of this podcast, it was to speak to people held back by fear. I have a, a strong commitment to unleashing the hearts of people who don't feel supported or like let that fear cripple them. And so you guys, I love you. We love you. And as coaches, that's exactly what we're committed to is supporting you in moving past the fear. I think Rachel must have said it like 10 times is get out of your comfort zone. It doesn't serve you. And it certainly doesn't serve the world. So I love wrapping up with a good old get outside your comfort zone lesson. <laughs> Yes. So Rachel, thank you so much for spending the time to contribute to our hearts and sharing all that, you know, and one last thing is Fen is on its way. So why don't you share a little bit about the vision, make any invitations that you'd love to make? Okay. Um, thank you for that. Um, Fen is a relational and learning platform that we've designed to um, allow business women or women who are considering going into business for themselves um, to join and just to uh, collaborate together and learn to be empowered and equipped and enriched. Those are our three words that we use a lot. Through that, we have um, an online platform that we've established. So you can go online and if you look for FEN Network, um, it'll actually be the FE and then network, the N will be the network part of it. Um, and maybe we can put that in the tag because sometimes it's a little bit concerning. Um, and there's a free community out there that we're growing and developing. So you can invite anybody to that. Um, and, uh, that's there. We also have, uh, local circles here in the Phoenix Valley. Um, but we're wanting to expand into other areas and our networking, um, is mastermind style. So, uh, we have what we call master classes that are presented once a month online, um, to our members. Um, and those members, um, are able to pick the brains of masters. Um, so, we have things anywhere from credit in your business to self-care to burnout using social media and sales funnels. So we bring um, the best of the best that we can find. And most of these people are my dear friends that I've learned from myself or that have been recommended to us. And we're just learning and collaborating together. Um, so um, if you're interested in starting a circle where you live, don't hesitate to reach out to us because um, we would love to train you to be a facilitator in your area um, and grow fit and grow businesses and grow commerce. Wonderful. And so specifically, we can find you on Facebook. We can find you on Instagram. What's your website? The website is www.femaleempowerednetwork.com. 
Perfect. Thank you. And I specifically have attended some of these events and it's really neat because it covers a wide variety. So there's like social events and then the mastermind events and uh, educational stuff available, resources available. Uh, Rachel makes herself available as well as other people in the community to really support each other. So it's well-rounded. It is diverse and very, so much a contribution to anybody involved. So if it's something that you'd love to get involved in, reach out to Rachel because number one, she's amazing. She's a great facilitator, but her passion just, if you haven't heard it in this episode yet, come attend an event you'll certainly see it and you'll see her grit and her grace as well. Right. And <laughs> so, we do have online events as well that I facilitate. So they're not all in person. So even if you don't live in the Phoenix Valley, um, or if you do, and you don't want to drive to our, one of our, uh, in-person locations, um, which we have locations in Scottsdale and in Gilbert right now. If you're in another part of the Valley, we'd love for you to facilitate. Um, but we do online events as well. So check out the website um, for the most up-to-date information. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that one as well. Cause I missed that yeah. one. So, and this is an online world, so that's probably where Absolutely. most people will start, but thank you so much for being with us today. And you guys hearts, thank you for tuning in to the hearts unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Today's hearts unleashed episode is brought to you by conscious ink, temporary tattoos. Of course, these are no ordinary tats, and Conscious Ink is no ordinary tattoo company. In fact, they are not a temporary tattoo company at all. They're a conscious company that utilizes temporary tattoos, hats, and everything they can get their hands on to support people on their path. Conscious Ink Manifestation Temporary Tattoos consist of a dream list of positive words, inspiring quotes, healing affirmations, and empowering invitations. Even at the most basic level, these messages can have a profound effect by simply reminding us of our intentions as we go about our day. Every Conscious Ink Manifestation Tattoo has been thoughtfully designed specifically to convey the essence of the word, quote, or affirmation. I was personally excited to see they have a temporary tat that I permanently have on my ankle. This too shall pass. Another benefit of temporary tattoos is that they do pass. You can change them as often as you change your mood or as you shift from one intention to another. Conscious Ink tattoos are safe, non-toxic, and exceed the safety standards of the US, FDA, Canada, and the EU. Made in the USA, they contain no animal products or test on animals. So be sure to grab your Conscious Ink tattoo that keeps you on your path and motivated to create a life you love. You have been listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I hope that you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you take it into your life and take the next action on your dreams. For more information, check out heartsunleashed.com or find me on Facebook at Abigail Gazda and Instagale at Instagram to keep the adventure going.